Welcome to the SMB Advertising Podcast, where our aim is to help 1 million small and medium sized businesses to advertise like a professional. My name is Mike Damjanovic. I'm an adline specialist and I'm the host of this really special podcast. My aim is to educate and to inspire and to really help all of you that are listening and viewing to succeed with your advertising. So today, uh, in the studio with me, I have Carl Wilhelm, and today we're going to be talking and tackling one of 2023's biggest challenges or hurdles, which is what to do when cookies go away. So Carl, welcome. Thank you very much, Mike. I'm uh, glad to be back. Perfect. So um, what happens with somebody's ads or with our ads or uh, yeah when cookies go away and, and how can we stay covered sure so when uh, cookies go away due to the pro- new privacy regulations that come uh, it will become a lot harder for channels such as facebook google uh, tiktok snapchat etc to collect uh, both retargeting audiences and uh, audiences in general because the cookies go away um, so, uh, more specifically, uh, Facebook and Google and these channels will have more difficulty collecting website visitors, what they do on their site, what specific actions they do, etc. So, that's the, uh, the uh, effect of uh, cookies going away. And, uh, you know, are there any workarounds here? Sure. So, these uh, platforms, uh, Facebook and Google, etc., have thought about this for a long time, of course. So. They have one key thing that these channels allow you to do, and that is you. Uh, it will. It's a feature that allows you to do this now and in into the future for I don't know how long, but uh, it's a uh, pretty temporary. No, not a temporary solution. It's a pretty, uh, pretty long long term solution. So uh, they will allow you to sync your own data. Uh, which means you will be able to sync both conversions that you have collected your own and uh, audiences into these channels that you can uh, use to power up the ads, basically. So you come to the channel with your own data. And uh, but, but what does that mean uh, for somebody exactly? Um, does it mean you need yeah. to rely more on third-party yes, softwares or sure. things so like that? So you will, yeah. Exactly. So you will need to rely more on third parties, other software, basically, other platforms and tools to collect the data you need. So, for instance, Adline is a uh, platform that collects website visitors and conversions on the site. Uh, and we use first party data. So that is a, an example of a uh, third party that you could use to collect your own data and sync into these channels. So. There are, there are a lot of mm. different uh, HubSpot also, for instance, or any kind of CRM is also a third party you could use to collect data and push into the channels. So we've talked a bit about first party data now, and you know, what is first party data? Yeah, so first party data is uh, data that uh, is collected directly from your audience. It could be either offline or online uh, data. And it could be website visitors, it could be uh, CRM data, it could be app data. When I'm when I'm talking about CRM data, that means it could be contacts, uh, contact lists, customer lists, um, and a list you have that you could upload into the channels and uh, use as an audience, basically. 
And how, and how is first party data normally or typically collected then? Actually, it's pretty uh, pretty standard. So it's uh, you might have installed uh, these kinds of things before, but uh, it's like before you install the tracking pixel on the uh, header. So for instance, Adline has a tracking pixel that you can install in the header of your website. But we collect the data from the website server. And a lot of new uh, new software are uh, are collecting data now from the website server uh, instead of collecting via the cookies because cookies go away. So a lot of the uh, third-party software out, th out there will start allow you to collect data from uh, the website server, which means uh, you collect direct yeah visitor data that you could use uh, later on, and you own it completely. That was actually my next question. So this data that you collected, you, you, you own it completely. So that's, that's great. So um, why is it then important for uh, somebody listening to actually start to collect this first party data? What's the point? Yeah, sure. So uh, this first party data, you can use it for multiple things. Um, uh, first uh, is um, you will if you collect conversion data, meaning you collect uh, purchases, uh, registrations, uh, customers that actually do some actions on your uh, website, this could be used to uh, make your advertising campaigns more effective because uh, it will be easier to see that this ad actually led to a conversion. Then it means you should spend more money on the ad because it led to a conversion. Um, you could also use this first-party data to uh, set up retargeting campaigns and uh, target people that have been on your site. So it's uh, when cookies go away, uh, remarketing in general will be weaker. But if you have your own data to uh, push into the channels, you will be more covered when uh, cookies go away. Perfect. So there we have how to stay covered in advertising when cookies go away. Now we've published an article on our website which also is called how to stay covered in advertising when cookies go away which goes along perfectly with this episode so thank you very much Carl for your input there before we leave uh, we have some inside information from Google which Carl is going to share with us now Yes, sure Mike, so we at Adline were invited to a roundtable meeting at Google uh, a couple months ago where uh, Andrea Chiari, an ads privacy poli uh, uh, not policy, but ads privacy specialist at Google, revealed some very interesting data on uh, collecting cookie consents from the end users. So she said that uh, on uh, yeah all the research they did on this, they saw that when you give prospects the opportunity and control to accept uh, cookies and accept specific cookies when you, when you give the end users control over this, they will become more receptive uh, when they see your ads. So in other words, when you give the end users the uh, opportunity to uh, accept uh, the cookies, the uh, end user will be a lot more uh, likelier to convert when they see your ad, because cookie banners is not only a blocker, it's you, you actually let the customer uh, uh, get in control of them seeing ads from you or not. 
So when they when they consent to the cookies or to to, to the tracking, basically, uh, they will become receptive when they see your ads. That was their take on it. Perfect. Yeah. And um, so there we have this inside information from Google. Uh, don't view cookie banners as a blocker. Actually, look at it as uh, ensuring that the ads and the remarketing that you're going to be uh, running uh, goes to people that are actually receptive to it and actually want to have that. Um, and that I think often that can often uh, that can also answer the question: is you know is remarketing an annoyance for the end user? Because we have that question a lot. But if if somebody is coming into your website and they are consenting to it then actually uh, that kind of answers that question um, that they are actually more receptive to the remarketing. Perfect. Thanks very much for your time, Carl. So we've now gone through how Thank to stay you. covered in a quickless world. Plus, uh, we uh, solved a few of the misconceptions to cookie banners. Thank you for listening and take care, everyone. Take care. Bye.